Welcome to the Fire and Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow. I believe in taking massive, inspired action from an awakened soul. This show is a weekly dose of spiritual principles, personal development, and success strategies for creating an epically aligned life. Here's to your wildest dreams coming true with less hustle, grit and grind, more flow, ease, and grace. I'm the founder of the Live Video Mastery Academy, a TV host, speaker, best-selling author, and proud fur mama, and I'll be sharing real talks with successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, best-selling authors, spiritual luminaries, and high-performance experts in this unfiltered, transformational, and soul-centered podcast. Things are about to get real. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the Fire and Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, and I'm really excited that you're here today. We're turning the tables. We're releasing this episode that was on my friend and marketing mentor, Jacqueline Malone's podcast called The Go-To Podcast, where she helps experts go from being the best kept secret to the authority in your space. And so we've become friends over the past year. She was on my podcast about what, let's see, year and a half ago. She was one of my very first guests. She has been instrumental in helping me really build my business out. And I share some of that in this conversation. But what we really focus on that I love is how obsessed I am with live video and the reasons why. Not only has it transformed my life and business, but also thousands of others now. And I also am completely convinced that it's going to overhaul traditional sales and marketing strategies that you and I know today by not just online entrepreneurs, but we're talking mega fortune 500 brands. This is a little inside scoop for you. Facebook workplace, which you may not even know what that is because I didn't, but it's a whole arm of Facebook. They caught wind of what I'm doing with live video and my live video group, Facebook live challenge group. And they invited me to join them up at Facebook headquarters on October 8th to attend a full day event and also have really important conversations with their executive team about what I'm doing and how I've built it to help them put that out to Fortune 500 companies and lower and to really help to cultivate the communities and the culture that I've been able to do inside of my Facebook Live Challenge group over there on Facebook. I've been talking about that quite a bit here. And I'll add a link in the show notes for you to join. It's free. There's like 2,000 people in there from all over the world. And it just grows organically. It's pretty amazing. And it's people just like me and you putting themselves on camera and really honoring ourselves exactly as we are because we totally get that live video is real. And it's not perfectly curated content or Photoshopped or those dreamy filters, right? It's just you and your real life. And the crazy thing is, is that it works And let me just tell you right now, being real is what people want, which is why it's going to completely transform marketing strategies, right? And sales strategies. It's what people want. And think about it. Some of the people that you follow, that you're inspired by, that you listen to, are they doing live video and keeping it super real and just owning themselves? Like Oprah, Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, some of these people that I just so admire, right? On a lot of levels. That's exactly my point. And because it's helped me generate a multiple six-figure business, I'm all 
about it. And I want to help so many people do the same. So there's a couple of things before we jump in, which is not only can you join the Facebook Live Challenge Group that's free and welcoming you in right now, if you want to go say yes, just click on that. But also mark your calendars for September 25th. It's a Wednesday and at 4 p.m. Pacific, so 7 p.m. Eastern, I am going to have a masterclass, a completely free masterclass where I reveal my framework, which is the behind the scenes, I can talk, behind the scenes secrets to using Facebook Live to generate sales and marketing off of social media. It's pretty incredible. Not just Facebook Live, but also LinkedIn is about to launch theirs um, to the general public. And then, of course, Instagram Live. So this is a must, you guys. And it's free. So why not come over? I'm just going to I'm gonna give you my tips and let you see the framework um, because it's amazing. And that's how passionate I am about the entire movement. And we are ahead of the game big time. But I know that in a year, year and a half from now, this is where everything is headed. And there's already signs. And look at this invite to Facebook. Just saying. Um, I'm really actually honored by that. Deeply, deeply um, humbled by that invite. And I'll keep you posted. You know I will. So without further ado, please enjoy my dear friend, Jacqueline. She's an incredible podcaster, a beautiful marketer. She completely transformed my business just a few months ago when we were on the phone. And I share about that in this call, which I think that you'll also appreciate. And of course, you know, I'd love to get takeaways. So if you enjoy this, please share it. Please do an Insta story on it. I will repurpose it. Hit me up with a DM or any kind of a post um, or message at all. I'm here for you. I'm completely available. And I would love to connect on this particular topic specifically because this is what's lighting me up the most right now. And I have a feeling that if you embrace it and you allow yourself to get over those interior hurdles that might be holding you back, like what, what would people think? Because what would you look like? And what would you sound like? And what would you even say if you can get past that, which I coach you through, by the way, in the Facebook live challenge group, and you'll be on the other side of an unstoppable presence anywhere, not just online, but also offline. So enjoy my friends. Can't wait to hear from you. Michelle, I'm so excited to have you here today. I'm super excited to see you. This is what we have to do. Schedule a podcast call so we can hang out and catch up. I know. I know. We like, well, of course, we've already been talking for a half an hour before we hit record, which we probably could have just hit record on everything that we just talked about. But I feel like that always happens here. Well, uh, yes, but I love this because... Yes. Well, when we first, we first met when I was a guest on your podcast. I know. And... I, I need to have you back on because I did not fully understand the value that, that you would bring to my life on so many levels. And then my listener's life, you know, I was so new back then. I think you were like my fifth or sixth guest. And, um, and then I got to know you through that call and then we developed a friendship and you've been so instrumental uh, mentoring me, befriending me, coaching me on really cool pivotal moments that have helped me rocket ship my career as the go-to gal. So thank you very, very much for who you've been in my life and how you've inspired me to reach higher and to think smarter. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much. And I just, I, there's some people you just have that instant chemistry with, and I just fell for you right away. And <laughs> we could literally just talk for hours right off the bat. And you've been totally. so instrumental and such an amazing Aww. friend. Oh, this is, this is such a power of podcasting. I feel like people don't talk about that side enough. They think like, oh, podcasting is a great marketing channel or a great way to build your audience. But the relationships that you can make with people that you're 
a guest of, right? Or, or your guest, like that's so, it opens up so many doors that normally you would have never connected with these people. Not only opens the doors, but can transform your life and business, right? Like you transformed my business with live video mastery. And we're going to talk about all that, but you were so instrumental on a really fun phone conversation. I remember pulling off to the side of the road and I was like, this one's going to go. We were on the phone for like an hour and a half. Um, but you're right. Every single podcast guests that I have interviewed, which I don't consider an interview, but talked to has led to something so much greater than that conversation could ever be. And I would have never known. It is so incredible what happens. It really is. Okay. Before we get onto what you're doing now and all of the amazingness with you and your business, take us back to when you were growing up. What were you the go-to gal for back then? There wasn't live video back then. So <laughs> there was not. And my parents unfortunately did not take tons of photos. But I do know that I was a thespian. I wanted to be on stage. I loved to sing and to act and to dance. And I liked to be, I was a cheerleader. I mean, it's like I cringed out some of that stuff, but I just, I was a ham. I was an entertainer. I loved community. I always did. So I would put on productions in my backyard. Like I would go in and somehow as like the sixth grader, get the high schoolers to come and star in my programs in my backyard. Like we put on a production of Grease, the musical, and I had rehearsals. I was the director, the producer, and I was Rizzo, the character. I charged admission. I had refreshments. It was hilarious. So I always loved creating, you know, incredible opportunities for people to connect and to collaborate and to join forces. That's always been my jam. And uh, and it's still true to this day. It's crazy. I've always said if I could live in a compound, have my own door that has a lock on it. So when I want to, you know, have my own space, I can. But I would love to live in like a physical compound where you just come out to the fire pit at night and you hang out under the stars and you have like the greatest conversations. So now I feel like live video allows me to do that as an adult. Okay. Well, I would love that. And I don't know if I feel like that about live video. So this is why I'm so glad we're talking because maybe by the end of our conversation today, you're going to open up my eyes a little bit more to that. Okay. So fast forward to today. Tell us, what do you do? Who do you help? And I know you do a couple different things. So fill us in on everything. It's a good question. I have never been asked this straight out of the gate on a podcast. What do you do and who do you help? Awesome. I think I'm going to start doing that. So I am one of my mastermind members called me a mindset and media strategist because I was like, I don't know what to call myself, right? Like, what do you call yourself in this world? What does Oprah call herself? What does Brene Brown call herself, right? Who do they help? A lot of people, but it's kind of a funny thing. So what does that look like on a daily basis? Um, I host a weekly uh, shopping segment on Extra, the entertainment uh, news show. And I've been doing that for three years, just signed my fourth contract with them. So I'm very excited to serve the show. And what that looks like is I actually sell products on air to their millions of viewers that tune in. So it's lifestyle deals um, at discounted prices that are like known as quote flash sales. So I write the copy and I present it to their viewers. And I really honor the entrepreneurs behind those brands, the crew and those viewers. So there's a lot of integrity in that segment. And I think that's why it works. Um, That's steeped in 10 years of experience and me selling products for... Um, all these years and hundreds of millions of dollars worth of products. 
Um, later that spawned me to try that same blueprint, that framework of how I sell on air to taking it to wanting to help so many more people through masterminds and coaching programs. Cause I got a really strong hit a couple years ago that I was made for so much more than just selling physical goods on TV. I love that segment, but it's a small piece of what I do. So I woke up to that calling, if you will. And that's right about the time that I met you on the podcast and it looked you know, it was a variety of different factors. It was starting a podcast and really sharing mindset strategies of really incredible people like yourself and other globally known names um, in personal development and business and spirituality, as well as then I started masterminds. I had always done masterminds, but I'd never monetized. Um, and then I um, really got clear that, wow, this whole framework of conversions that I knew from TV retail and that was really working as I put myself out there on social media, mostly live video, Facebook Live specifically. Yeah, that's a real thing. Um, I generated a six-figure business in less than nine months. And I never spent a dollar on advertising or marketing just by putting myself out there and being vulnerable and sharing authentically what I thought I could do, which is to help others transform their lives. And that is a double entendre. So their personal lives, but their Facebook lives and business. And it's been incredible. Oh my God. So then I founded this thing called Live Video Academy and I've got all these courses and, um, and you were very instrumental in helping me get that started and off the ground and how to like prove the concept out going from TV retail to, okay, Facebook lives and creating a framework that would work for both. And it turns out it's the exact same. It's kind of amazing. So all that in a nutshell is what I do. Oh my goodness. Okay. I have to ask before we get into more, because I, a lot of people listening are like, wait a second. There's some people that are online that are trying to build their brands online to get on TV like you are, right? So how did you even have that opportunity to, to get this, this position with extra? And then what inspired you? I know that you're able to apply it, but what inspired you to be like, okay, this could be something I could really help other people with. Okay, great, great questions. Um, And I'm going to try to be as succinct as I can. So 10 years ago, I was in real estate. I was a realtor in LA. Like I sold houses from basically Beverly Hills to Malibu. And we were, we had a very successful practice. Um, We had a lot of integrity when the market tanked and the economic, you know, demise of the world happened in 2008. Remember that? Um, Mm -hmm. We never had a client lose their home. So we were really proud of that. Like all of our clients bought well within their means, but it gave me an opportunity when I sold, I think one house in nine months and I made $11,000 for that nine months. I was like, hmm maybe I should go back to my dream of of working on TV as a TV host. But in those days, and even more so now, it wasn't as easy at like, you know, 37 years old just to go get a TV job. Plus I was used to a certain amount of income. So I was like, okay, well, I got a little- it's not easy, right? Not like- easy, right, right. True. Good point. Um, but I got strategic about it and I thought, okay, I've just had a decade of real estate sales. I got I went to UCLA and I did a certificate in broadcast journalism. Why don't I marry the two and then go with that sort of vision? And I thought, hmm, TV sales, right? And QVC and HSN were the dominating players in the space. They still are. So I applied to both. And at first I cringed at the idea. I was like, oh my God, TV host. And that's what you're going to do? Because I dreamed of being on a show called Extra. So I'll circle back to that in a moment. I dreamed about it. I talked about it. I shared that with everybody that I knew. I didn't even watch extra, but for some reason, I thought that was the show that I should be on. 
It's a bizarre story, but true. It just felt like it it was in my head as a vision. Well, I never even auditioned for the damn thing. Never even came close. So I let it go. And then I was like going after HSN and extra. Luckily, I was, um, I went to the final rounds of QVC, did not get that. But three days later, I was offered a contract on HSN. So everything is always working out for our highest and best good, I believe. So I went to HSN and I knew that it was going to be a graduate degree for me in live TV retail live TV. There's nothing more thrilling, intimidating, vulnerable, crazy as live TV. But for some reason, I think I was made for it because I thrived in it. I like the challenge. I like the pressure. Straight up sales. I mean, intense quotas. Sometimes I would have sales quotas of $10 million an hour. Quotas? I never knew that. Full on. Oh, it's a sales job. It's not TV hosting, but you learn to own yourself and to really master who you are in real life on live video or on live TV. So I got my start there two years and 10 months later to like the month. I moved back home because I started consulting for a lot of brands as I was there and I was helping them transform their sales like Trish McAvoy and Lancome and Shiseido and all these really amazing brands started to come to me because we would connect you know, in the green room before we'd go on air and I'd give them little ideas of, of what I knew would work. I mean, if you've been doing it for a long time, thousands of hours later, I'm like, well, what if we tweak this? And what if we tweak that? And what if you said this? And what if we really amplified that? And then the sales would start to soar or stagnant sales would start to really perform differently. So I was like, oh, I'm onto something here. But no one at HSM was really doing that as like their quote, their coach. And I thought, And I don't know why, but it's just like, it's such a big moving beast. They didn't have the time to really dedicate to each brand. And so then I thought, well, what if I do that? So I was able to move home with a couple of great clients under my belt, started to work for big brands on QVC in the UK, here in the US. And then that turned into one day I was watching Extra, still my dream. And I see that they got a little shopping segment. And that was when they were beginning to like hit the market. It was 2015. Now they're everywhere on all, virtually every TV um, entertainment show, like Today Show, GMA, et cetera, right? But back then it was still really, really new. And I was like, it was called Extra Hot Deals. And then there was a URL at the end of the call to action. I was like, huh. So I wrote to them and I'm like, I have a lot of brands that I think could be a good fit. That's where it started. Mm-hmm. Then they said, well, let's talk. They were LA based. We met. They said, would you be open to coming on as our VP of business development? We want to get more shows and work with you with all the brands that you know from HSN and QVC and help to get them on our show. So I did that for the next basically year and a half, got them all their dream shows like Rachel Ray, Dr. Oz, um, The Talk. There were so many incredible successes, but I still wasn't back on air. And they kept dangling the carrot of like, you're going to get on air, you're going to get on air. Now I'm working behind the scenes for extra hot deals, but not on air. Well, then this third company comes in. They're like, hey, we see what you're doing with that company. We want to scoop you up and hire you. And when we get the contracts that we think we can get with you, we'll put you on air, whichever show you want. Well, easier said than done because the producers definitely have a say. Long story short, I got them extra from that competitor. It's kind of a big deal because then I joined them from a, as a corporate role. And the whole goal was always to get back on air. So then I got them a whole bunch of other shows. So I was very successful as VP of BizDev, but it wasn't what was lighting me up. I wanted to be on TV. I wanted to move products. I wanted to serve the show behind the scenes and in front of the camera. I knew that was my X factor. So then we worked it out where I would be on air for extra. Wait, excuse me. Um, we wanted me to be on air for extra, but then they fired me. 
This, this is, is such a good story. I had no idea what I was getting. People don't this know so this story, but I have shared it. I'm very proud to share it. Yeah. They fired me. They were paying me a lot of money. I had gotten them in a year's time, all the shows they wanted. And I had very strong ideas. This is where I was a little defiant. Um, I had strong, strong opinions about how they wanted to restructure. So remember, Extra Hot Deals had been out there for a couple of years. Now they're taking it over. They're going to rebrand it called the Pop-Up Shop. And they were not interested in my experience and expertise of you, you have to do it this way. And so we had this big blowout <laughs> and I did not know how to be like an employee, right? Cause I had really <laughs> an employee and, and, or, you know, a defiant or a non-defiant employee. So without any forewarning, he didn't even say to me, my boss, listen, this is not working. You cannot speak to me that way, or you can't have these strong opinions and, and battle me on, on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I need you to know your place. He didn't ever, ever give me a warning. He actually just said, can you talk it to, I'll never forget it. And we get on the phone and he's like, we're on this call. I've got the CFO on the call. This is to let you know that immediately your services are no longer needed. (gasps) And I cried. I was so fucking sad. Sorry. I was devastated. I was humiliated. I was devastated. And I really thought that was it. I am never going to work on TV again. I'm never going to be able to be in this business because I help them get all the shows. So if they've got all the shows, then where am I even going to take all my brands? Right? So remember, I was still consulting for all those brands behind the scenes. And so about, and I begged, I pleaded, I, I, I sent him emails and I was like, please reconsider. Like if you just would have had this conversation with me, I know I can give you what you need. Anyway, a few months later... In January of 2017, he sent me an email and he said, listen, I hope you had a wonderful holiday season. I want to hop on the phone with you. There's something I'd like to present to you. And I was like, huh. I was literally collecting unemployment in addition to ramping up all the consulting and and all that other stuff. But we hop on the phone and he was like, it's not really working out with the host that we have on Extra. Um, I'm so sorry. He actually fully took accountability for him never giving me a warning that things were going awry. And he said, we would like to bring you back and just host the extra segment. Is that something you'd be open to? And you'll write the script and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's actually my dream. I didn't want to do all the other parts. <laughs> and so I'm like, yes. And so 10 years later, I'm on extra. It's my little segment. And I'm really happy to say and grateful to say that we've got an amazing relationship. He always expresses like, this is magic. And I was like, cause this is actually what I want to be doing. Right. I didn't want it. And, and they also learn, I'm just going to say that my ideas, they all, then they re-implemented. And so all those things that I was fighting for, there are now back on the segment. Like for example, you have to show what the original price was and that, that compels the urgency of like, Ooh, it's a, it's a super big discount. They they wanted to do away with all that and they thought that would work and it just doesn't you have to show the numbers so they had tried it for those four months because the seasons always start in September and it didn't work with that strategy and their host and they were just like let's go back to you so it's been working ever since very grateful um <clears throat> in terms of how I got my wake up sharing call. all of that by the oh way I God. love okay. the behind yeah. the scenes of this and it just I think it really puts in perspective what you're doing now and reinforces like why you're able to do what you do so well now too. Thank you. You know, it's a, it's a funny thing. I really do believe in this quote that Tony Robbins always says, and he's one of my favorite mentors. And he always says that life is happening for you, never to you. And I hadn't yet gone to, um, 
one of his live events. I had been a student of his, like through books and audio programs and YouTube, et cetera, a pretty big follower. Like I knew his programs by heart. This is why you got to go and get in the live rooms because when you're fully immersed, you get it on a different level. You're able to integrate it and then implement. So I always knew this life was happening for you, never to you. And I remember saying that over and over and over again as I'm like, you know, applying for like unemployment. I'm like, oh my God. Um, And I was devastated. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. I thought, oh my God. I'm such a bad human who gets fired. Like I gave them everything that they dreamt of and more, but it was a beautiful opportunity for me to see that it needs to be collaborative. You need to really understand your place, right? And honor that and respect that. And even though I was delivering the goods, it, you know, we didn't have a communication that was working for him. Now he learned and owned because I was the only person he had ever managed. And he was like, I learned so much by managing you, this little powerhouse that you needed to run free. I had a stallion on my, on my you know, roster and he didn't know how to manage that either. So it was such a beautiful opportunity for both of us to learn so much about ourselves as professionals, but to be humble enough to be like, you know what? I would never do that going forward and neither would he. And that was a way in which we could let it all go and move on. You know, it was pretty awesome because then, then it became a win-win for everybody. Totally. Totally. <laughs> okay. So what was the catalyst to okay. start your podcast? I will share this really, really briefly. I went to Tony Robbins in March of 2017. So I'm on extra and I have a boyfriend where we're kind of hitting a crossroads and we're trying to figure out, is it going to work long-term? Is it not? And we're like, we need Tony and we need Tony now. So we went to our first live Tony event and it actually really helped our relationship for quite some time. And we, we just came out so grateful and so inspired and empowered. But at the same same time at that Unleashed the Power Within event in March, we bought tickets or I bought a ticket. He got me a ticket, if I'm really honest, to Date with Destiny, which is Tony Robbins' signature event. He only does it once a year in the States. If anyone has seen that documentary on Netflix called I'm Not Your Guru, yeah. that's what that event is. And I wanted to go to that ever since it had come out in like 2015, I think. And he knew that. And so he gifted it to me, which was a really beautiful gift. So I went in December. And I went in with one goal. I was already on extra doing my little shopping segment and all I wanted, well, there were two goals. One is to finally quit the smoking habit that I did behind the scenes that nobody could see in the alley at night. Um, I was like a closet smoker on again, off again forever. I wanted to quit smoking and I wanted to be a full-time entertainment correspondent for extra. That's all I wanted. Well, day five into this incredible incredible event that was super profound for me. I woke up to the fact that I was here for so much more. No shade on entertainment hosts. One of them is my best friend, Tanika Ray from Extra. Hey. Um, But I knew that I needed to be me and fully own my message and the impact that I could make and serve so many people. So the first step of that when I got out was, I think I need to do a podcast. I don't even know how to do a podcast. How do you start a podcast? What is a podcast really, right? And so that was the beginning. And then like a few weeks later, I went to another Tony event. And it was at the end of that, that event where I put out a little message from my phone at the airport. I'm fully lit up, fully awake. And I said, I'm starting a mastermind. I had never monetized. I had always done them, but never monetized. I didn't even know there was such a thing. This was just last year. And my first mastermind sold out in 24 hours. And it was just because I was so passionate, so authentic, and I was so real. And I just shared that. And then next thing I know, that's been my business and it's generated, you know, a lot of impact 
a lot of transformation for a lot of thousands of people now around the world. And it's also generated a multiple six-figure business for me very fast without really knowing what I'm doing, but just being passionate about taking action and letting myself be seen vulnerably and authentically consistently. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about that. Okay. <laughs> because I think that vulnerability is a buzzword <laughs> and it's almost like, what does it even mean? And I think totally. that there's a lot of like vulnerability porn. <laughs> for oh my God, for sure. <laughs> and I don't mean actual porn. I mean like, it's almost of like course. people are like, oh, I should be vulnerable. And people are being vulnerable in almost like a very, like, like it's very contrived and it's almost yeah. like trying to like manipulate people. And, and I don't, I think there are some people that do this on purpose, but I think a lot of people just see this so much and either think that if they're going to be vulnerable, they have to be like that or they imitate it because they maybe just don't know better. Right. And so I, I want to break down, like, how do you show up and be seen and be real and be authentic, but in the way that has really led to growing your business so rapidly. And while I don't think it's vulnerability porn, I know a year ago, you and I got into a really candid, very interesting conversation about vulnerability too, that really has been stewing in my head since we've had it and has really shifted my outlook on, on things as well. So let's like dive into this because what you do is so, is just so brilliant, but it's seamless, right? And so that's where I think talking about it makes it feel a little bit more tangible. Well, let's do this. How about share with your listeners about that vulnerable, about that conversation yes. and why you were feeling, because it was a vulnerable conversation for you and you were expressing your vulnerability around going live. Why don't you start there? Because my guess is whatever you say is why people are not going live. Totally. Well, I think there's two components to it. So like, cause like, wait a second, are we talking about the same conversation? So I remember I wrote in, so we had, we did a live together. So why, okay, well, first let me see. Why do I not go live? I, yeah. Why do I not go crazy to me? You're amazing. I, I get good feedback when I go live. So if I'm like, okay, why do I really not go live a lot? Yes. And I've talked about that a lot. Of the, I feel like at this point, people are going to be like, come on, Jacqueline. Like you keep saying, I know. And then you keep saying you figured out why you don't do the video. And then you still don't do, I do a very little amount of live video. Um, so for me, my biggest excuse, we're just going to, we're just going to put it out there. My biggest excuse is that I like how you were like, oh, it feels like a fireside chat. For me, it doesn't feel like that. So I'm an extrovert. I get energy from other people and there could be, I mean, one, we have thousands of people listening to our conversation right now, but we don't see them. But even if those people were here on Zoom and I could see all of their faces, I would have no problem talking to right. you. Right. And I have no problem getting up and speaking at events, whether planned or not planned. I had my own event recently. I gave a 20 minute talk and I knew the topic I was going to talk about, but I did not plan out what I was going to say. I also gave a 45 minute keynote that I did have planned out what I was going to say, but I memorized it. No note cards and obviously ad-libbed a lot of it along the way. So talking is something that's very comfortable to me, but with Facebook live, I don't feel like I'm getting energy back. And maybe, and once people come up and they comment, but like, I don't feel that energy of the comments. So maybe some of that is like, I need to be, get it like prompting that more. But I also just like, like 
social media in general doesn't give me energy. But also, but so it's not just that, but one, it's not like, oh, this is something that's going to be fun for me. I have that kind of a block around it of like, oh, it feels more like an energy drain than an energy getting experience. Mm. Um, but I also, I feel like I need to have like a really defined topic or I'm going to be rambly or the way I talk sometimes is not linear. So I definitely have fear around like, is this going to make sense? Is it going to be concise? Am I going to talk for too long and no one's going to listen? These are all thoughts that have popped into my head. And then sometimes there's probably stuff that I could hop on that would be like short and sweet, but maybe I'm like, well, what's the point? Or I just end up going on Instagram stories and telling and talking about it there, um, which so is a little bit more there because it's up. not live. You can do a story really quickly, right? And I, and I don't. It's not live exactly. But you do video at least. But I do video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but interestingly enough, as but I can take I a am, breath in between, right? Like I yeah. could do a couple of slides and then and then go back into it. Yes. So, so then is there is there a third component? Have. Because for me, this is a major component. Is there a third component? around what you might look like? So if I don't look done, like if I don't look done, right. then, I, then I probably would never consider it. Right. And then as a solopreneur or entrepreneur, because I know you've got a team, is it fair to say that on any given workday, you're not probably camera ready? <laughs> Fifty percent of the time, I do. I mean, I'm so good about doing stuff locally. I look like a homeless, you know, butch dyke. Sorry, I have have many friends that are. This is no judgment, but I have no no in between. I'm either unshowered and homeless, or I am like, you know hair blown out, red lips, like dressed in my rent the runway. Like I literally don't have an in-between. <laughs> dressed in your rent the runway. Oh my God, are they sponsoring this? They should. They um, should. I'm obsessed. Now, I do, the way, I'm limited. I'm obsessed. I love your black and white plaid or checkers. Yeah, rent, rent the runway, J. Crew. Really? Yes. I Like it's my closet. I like, I get, yes. <laughs> Wait, okay. That's a whole nother podcast. All right. Let's we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that. Three vulnerability points. So I hear you. And yet it all just sounds like uh, those aren't even real excuses. They're just excuses. Even even make sense. Like, I feel silly even saying it, but I want to be right. like, that's like, it, I actually have um, Susie on my team is like, I'm going to give you like, an appearance schedule. Cause I, I think if I, no, that will not work. Susie, sorry. I love you, girl, but you, that will not work. You need if I had external accountability. Okay. Well, let me hold you accountable. Come in and do the Facebook live challenge group next week for seven days. Do okay. three minutes every day. I, you know, I can't say no to you for that. So okay, I'm, so. I'm in, I'm committed. Wow. This is a big deal. Oh, and we're, and this, this podcast episode will be out during the chat, like probably mid challenge. Yeah. Okay. But that, like, everyone needs to come in there so then you can see my lives and you can... And it's easy. Okay, great. Fantastic. So you heard it here. Jacqueline Malone is going to join the Facebook Live Challenge. So what that is, um, and then I'll go into, you know, what's the vulnerability all about? And and I'll tell you what people have shared by the thousands now that I have put through Facebook Live Challenges um, and why they love it. And it's so transformational, not only for their life, but for their, their life, but for their business um, as well. Um, but the Facebook Live Challenge group is just, a, it's, it, listen, anyone can start a Facebook Live Challenge. But I 
wanted to call my community, my group on Facebook, the Facebook Live Challenge, because I'm all about live video, right? I've got the Live Video Academy. This is how I built my business. This is what I know is the hottest trend in marketing. It's not going anywhere. Um, Cisco actually just came out with this really amazing in-depth analysis. I mean, I can give you the link if you want in for your show resources yeah, about sure. video um, being 80% of what hooks web traffic for 2020. And millennials, there's a lot of research being done right now. Millennials and younger want transparency and accessibility and authenticity in marketing or they are not going to bite. And the fastest, most effective way that marketing research has shown for that to be accomplished is through live video. And by the way, nobody wants a perfectly produced piece of content or polished pre-recorded video that's been uploaded. They want it real. They want it raw. And here I'll leave you with this little quote. It's my favorite and it's been amazing for so many of my clients and my members. And this is something really powerful. So I invite everyone just to take this in. Nobody is looking for perfection. Everybody is looking for real. And when we can let go of the perfectionist that's in our little brain saying, you don't know what you're going to say. You should have value. You're the go-to gal, Jacqueline. You better be smart when you go on. You better have a point. You better have a linear style of speaking or you're going to blow it. You're going to mess up your business. You're going to ruin your reputation. People are not going to watch. They're not going to tune in. They're not going to engage. They're certainly not going to comment. And you're going to look like a fool. Any of that ringing bells? I, I, I just love that you're like going right in there with it. Yes, I totally, I, I guess. I, it's so mindset. Really you know yes. all about mindset. You are the mindset marketing queen. And yet I totally get we it. We all need, we all, we all need our, like, yes. We all need external help on things. Like, yes. Sure. And what's and so I cool. I totally get in my own head about the live Girl, video. but here's what okay. happens in that group. That group, which by the way, now has almost 2000 people as of this moment, but I'm, I'm sure organically. Um, and it's grown fast, like in a few months time. And I think I was one of the first people in, although I've never done a live video. <laughs> I know when I saw you join and then every once in a while, you were like, oh, Michelle, I love going in and then I don't do it. Yeah. I know. So this, this is like, this is my public it. accountability though. That's why I told yeah. you I'm going to be in there. Cause now I have to Girl, tag me when you go. Cause it's going to be so much fun. It's just seven days. So for anyone who listen, when you, when you listen, the challenge will probably start it. Cause we start September 10th. But you can come in at any point. This particular challenge has almost $2,000 worth of giveaways to the top three contributors. And all that means is just engaging. Do not stress yourself out about engaging, you guys. Like, What's cool about this group is that the only people in there are all doing Facebook Lives. So you are around people who are just like you, trying it for the first time, don't know what to say, worried that you're going to fail, worrying it's not you're not going to get you know comments, views, and likes. All the things that go on in our mind that are the reason why we don't start it on our personal page. There's too much at stake, right? I did my first Facebook Live challenge of 30 days on my personal page. And that's like people I've known since grade school or ex-boyfriends and their families or people that I've worked <laughs> for and with clients, members of my mastermind, like, and I was so embarrassed. I did not like it at all. I hated it. And I deleted most of those first 30 videos. I really did. Cause I was I like dying and I was shaking here. You would think with, after all this TV retail experience on live TV, that I wouldn't have those same thoughts that you have. It doesn't transfer. 
believe it or not. Live TV, it's a little camera. You'll never meet I want you to feel that, but I'm like, oh, well, that's good to know. (laughs) Oh, right. Well, that's true. In in 10 years of being on TV now, which I'm grateful to say that, and I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. I love it Um, because it was my dream. But um, of, of, and just because I want to serve, serve, serve so many more people. It used to not be that way, but now it's that way. Anyway, um, but I've met one person ever that like, I know you from such and such. And she was the receptionist at my doctor's office. So it's not like, oh, it's that big of a deal. But that said, in 10 years, I never met anyone but her. In social media, on Facebook Live, on my own personal page, I know everyone, right? I've actually met these people or, or were in proximity through different groups or whatever. So there was a lot at stake and I can totally relate to that vulnerability. The biggest reasons why people come into the Facebook Live Challenge group and just start there is because they want to really become more confident, not just on live video, but in life in general. They want to be seen. You'll love this stat. We ask a question, which now we've taken it away. We just let anyone in no matter what. There were three questions in the beginning if you wanted to join the group. Why do you want to join? Have you ever done one? And what's your email? Now we've taken those away. But of all the people that answered, and about 60% did, 80% or 90% of them had the exact same reason for wanting to join. And it was, I want to be seen and I want to be more confident. And that really touched my heart. Because the same things that you're expressing, your own vulnerabilities, and you're like this incredibly successful influencer and expert And yet, if you feel like you wouldn't know what to say, imagine what so many other people that are following you, your students, your members, your clients are also feeling. So it really allows us to have that universal awareness around everybody feels like they might not be good enough. That's just a fundamental bullshit, limiting belief that we all feel. And the moment that you push what I call the blue courage button, which is the go live button on your smartphone, you push that blue courage button, we call it in the Facebook live challenge group. And you go through and you're on the other side of that resistance and that fear and those limiting beliefs. You feel nirvana. It's crazy. There's a rush and then you get over it and you just keep practicing. You keep showing up and before you know it, people engage and, and you don't think about what you're going to say and you just download in real time. And then that nonlinear way that's your style is your gift and people love it. I'm nonlinear and people now know that about me and it makes them like me more and trust me more. So then my friend, when I put out programs and I've got a limited capacity, I will sell those suckers out because I come on on my video and I share. And I first express all the reasons why there's no way they would ever sign up for it, right? (laughs) Um, And I just completely call myself out. I know exactly what they're experiencing, right? I know all their issues of why they would never, ever, ever, ever do this. And then when I, I just call it out, they're like, oh, she totally knows me, right? And she's sharing it on my video and she's got stories that are the same. So maybe I should try this because other people are just like me trying it. Yes. Now, you have an incredibly engaged community. Like when it comes to like, you have, I know you say you don't have a big, but you have a big audience, but not, maybe not like as big as some people in, in our space, right? Not Oprah. That's it. <laughs> not Oprah, not Amy Porterfield, but you have, a, you have a good size audience. But that said, for that size, you, you convert at crazy high percentage. I do. And, and you really have community there where people feel very connected to you and, whether it's your offers or offers of other people that you're promoting, like statistics that don't make sense in our space. It's true. No, it's, 
Thank you for saying that. It is, it is wild. It, it is. It's so wild. And it's wild. And this, this must come back to live video. Cause that's literally what, it like is. how you're connecting with them. Same. Right. Like we're, if we're doing like a scientific experiment here, it's like, that's the, like, that's the only way that's we can. It. Yes. So what do you think it is about, I know you said that you're real and you're authentic, but how, what kind of conversations are you having even outside of the sales conversations? Oh, it's mostly non-sales. Right. So yeah. what are you sharing and how does that go? And how do you feel like you're showing up being authentic, but without maybe crossing that line where there's that line with authenticity? Totally. And I love that you said that because that contrived authenticity, that's like completely BS. Like, and everyone can see right through that. And that's so what the, people sometimes think like, oh, well, if I need to be vulnerable, I need to like get on live and share like all my deepest, darkest secrets and every insecurity I have, right? Like, it's, and that feels scary. So of course they're going to avoid doing it. Now, interestingly yeah. enough, and I'm going to answer your question in a moment. However, there is something to be said for that as well. I don't really come on and share my deepest, darkest secrets to that community. I will in my mastermind um, where it's a little smaller and a little more private and safe. Um, but sometimes I will like, you know, especially around dating and men and issues and all that stuff, I'll come on and share and they love that. And it's deeply vulnerable that I feel comfortable sharing because there's a lot of single people out there still looking for like a conscious partner. And I feel like I have no problem being vulnerable about that because it's real. I haven't found like that yet. Um, and I know he's coming. Anyway, um, but there is one guy who lives in South Africa that somehow heard of this group through proximity. And he came into the Facebook Live Challenge group when we first launched it back in like mid-February. And he shared one. So he'd been doing a bunch of lives and kind of like that same thing. Like, what do you even say? Like, what do I even share? And then, but he got more comfortable just saying, I don't know what to share. And by the way, I, I also recommend that. When you don't know what to say, say that. I don't know what to say right now, but I'm on here because I'm practicing and I promised that I would show up. And I know that in real life, I'm smart and I'm articulate and I can carry conversations. But right now, I don't know what is happening to my brain, but my mouth does not seem to be operating properly. And so I'm just going to share that. And then, and then in the video and publish it. And then once you do that and you let yourself off the hook, it's very freeing. Mm -hmm. So this guy named Jonathan was sharing in the Facebook Live Challenge group. And one night he took us on a little stroll. He was walking. I love documenting. Don't try to create, just document. So do something in real time. I call it the adventure live, right? So if I'm going to the park with my pup or if I'm going to the beach or if I'm on a long walk or a hike, I'll do lives. If I can get a good Wi-Fi signal, I will come on and do a live because they want to be a part. We want to be a part of each other's lives. So anyway, he's walking watching the sunset one night and, this, and he's like barefoot and he's on the beach and it's gorgeous. It's like, it's, it's got a water feature in the background. You know, the whole thing is working for all of us. We're kind of swooning. Plus he was really handsome and very articulate. And he had a deep, deep voice. So imagine, right. And then he says, I'm going to share something with you guys that I have never disclosed to anyone in my life. We're like, okay, what's this going to be kind of not intrigued, but kind of intrigued. Like, dude, you might need a therapist for this if it's that deep. And he discloses that he contracted HIV by cheating on his wife. And it was the most viewed live in there for months. The incredible support. And then he owned it. Like he was taking full responsibility for everything in his life. It was so powerful. I get the chills thinking about it. He went on for like 45 minutes and he was crying. And he was like, he's like finally freeing himself of his deepest, darkest secret. Well, my friend. 
let me tell you what can happen when you share something like that. He got so much support and such an outpouring of love and encouragement to continue on. And like, what do you need to do with this? And how can we support you? And such healing from his family that are now in the group and also tuning in. He ended up creating a nonprofit he ended up going on this world. He, he walked a thousand miles. He's gotten all these orphanages in Africa. He's getting more AIDS awareness, more HIV um, support. Bruce Springsteen is now coming on board and collaborating with him to be a major voice of how to get more care and more awareness for how to um, avoid it. Oh my God, it's been transformational for him in five months. So he started this whole movement because he shared something on a Facebook Live in that group. Wow. So yeah, you don't have to come on and share your deepest, darkest secrets, but if you do, you never know where that will lead, right? Our deepest, oh, wow. our deepest fears can set us free when we share them. So that is really powerful and really deep and a topic that most people don't want to talk about, which is the very point of why sometimes when you share what's really going on, it can be completely liberating and transformational and it can have an impact for thousands. If not, I mean, he's got a vision of millions of lives that he will save more awareness around it in prevention, et cetera. But that said, the vulnerability um, can really just be coming on and sharing. You don't know what to say and just coming on and sharing um, as you're documenting your life and being adventurous. So those are the ways in which you start. And then before you know it, you're like, you hear yourself say things over and over. I'll give you another case study. There's a woman named Tina in the group very accomplished businesswoman, mid-50s, beautiful, um, got out of one career, starting a new one called Love and Sync. It's a, it's a dating website for conscious singles who are into personal development. Totally right in my alley. I'm like, girl, launch this already. I think she's launching next month. Anyway, she came on and started doing a ton of Facebook Lives. And as she was hearing herself say some of the same things over and over and over again, she got insight as to A, what she really believes, B, what her message really is, and then C, what she really wanted to be saying and promoting in her marketing for their, for their, for their website. So it completely overhauled what she thought she knew and what she thought she believed in or wanted to teach and share. And it turns out it was different because she heard herself. And that's the best thing that, that'll happen for you. You'll hear yourself say the same things. You're like, oh, that's actually my go-to card. That's my go-to ace in my back pocket. And then you end up curating content, maybe creating programs. I mean, it's incredible what people have created. They, they start masterminds and coaching programs and mentorships. All kinds of things are happening from just hearing what you say in your Facebook lives or what creates engagement when you're sharing. Yes, getting that feedback. And I definitely get a taste of that with the podcast, but I can see where the live video being more off the cuff or questions that people are asking and having that like engagement can just take it to the next level. For sure. Well, also the live video gives you that sense of the person's right there. So yes. there's no hiding behind perfectly curated content, photoshopped and filtered photos, right? Posts that are just so perfect. Nobody really wants that anymore. Yes, it's part of a marketing strategy. Yes, it's part of sharing yourself more and more and more online, right? Authentically and vulnerably. But the power of live video for people to get a sense of you, and especially when you learn, and I'll give your listeners a tip, look the camera right in the eye. And the reason why is because when you do that, and I'll, and I'll share how to find that in a moment. The reason why is because when you do that, like I'm looking you in the, in the eye right now, you feel like I'm talking right to you. And so that creates, you talk about the no like trust factor, and I love how you call it the no love trust factor. That will 
like exponentially increase that in ways where like, I feel like I know her. I feel like her vibe is my vibe. Like, I feel like I could really trust her. I, I don't even really know why. I've only seen her do a few videos, but I just like her style, right? Whatever that is. And I don't mean like physical style, your essence, the way that you share, the way that you're direct. And yes, they may like your physical style too. I, that's why I'm laughing. I'm like, they may know. like my style too. Or like, they may not. Second, my style is Jane Cooper. I got the not red for lips. everyone. <laughs> You're rocking those red lips and those bangs are super cute. So the camera, the way that you find the lens is you take your, it's going to sound really silly, but it's super sophisticated. You take your finger and you put it over what you think is the camera lens on your device. So whether it's a smartphone or a tablet or a laptop and you put it right over it. And if your screen fills up, then you know that that's your lens because every lens is slightly different. You look that camera right in the eye, that's the lens. And you speak to one person. The thing that people get hooked on or, or, or messed up by in the beginning of Facebook Lives or any live video anywhere. And by the way, LinkedIn is about to launch it out to the general public. So that's going to be a major place for so many experts to do live streaming on LinkedIn. Hello, major opportunity there, especially if you get in on the ground floor. And if you're not doing IGTV, you're totally missing it. Yes. So speak to one person. Don't assume that 100 people are all huddled together in a bar or in a living room like, oh, Jacqueline's going live. Let's watch her together. No, one person's watching you. So speak to that one person. Don't say like, hey, all, hey, guys, just one person. And if you can give an air of spontaneity about it, then it doesn't feel so contrived. That's why taking them on an adventure live is really important um, or just documenting and not trying to create. So what you're already doing, and if you can make it be a part of how you would speak to your ideal client, right? Then you're just doing more what I call runway um, shares. And Amy Porterfield, by the way, who's one of my mentors, talks about that a lot too. Build up your runway by sharing on live video or by sharing in your Insta stories, which of course I'm always going to recommend live over everything. Ways in which they can see that you're living your brand out loud right? So if I'm in the South of France, I'm going to share on a live video that I'm here. I'm about to conduct a mastermind call, but I'm on live video in a little cafe and I've got great Wi-Fi, and I'm so grateful, but I'm living my brand out loud, right? I'm matching my message. I, I can see where that just like in people's head, like pulls it all together. Yeah. Want to show, not tell, right? So it's one thing for you to be like preaching, but then when they actually see you, especially live and feeling that authenticity that's coming through because it's live and you just can't help it because you are who you are. That's when it probably all clicks. Girl, you are still resisting this. And I'm very curious why <laughs> I can feel it. Why do you not want to go live? Is it because you're super comfortable with what you're doing? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I just need to show up in your challenge and Try. do it and see how it feels. And yeah, I mean, part of me might, like, I guess the, the one, like, if I was to say like the one thing in my head that's coming up is like, okay, do I need to take on one more thing? Because my one more thing this month is really exploring LinkedIn. And I have help with repurposing content on other platforms. We have a really good system for promoting the podcast. I don't have to, you know, be the one that uploads it or even that pulls the quotes or anything like that. But there's, I share on my Instagram stories or Facebook as I'm inspired. And then, and now I'm like all in on LinkedIn this month, which is all me. So awesome. that's probably my one thing of like, oh, but you saying that live is coming to LinkedIn. Oh yeah. Ground floor opportunity as an early, I'm like an early adopter person. Like 
I was the first one in line for the iPhone back a million years ago like that. So that gets me excited of like, ooh, okay, well. <laughs> trying it right now. They rolled it out with a few key influencers. And when I say key, I mean just the people who applied. Um, you can apply right now to, to do it. Although if you're not already doing live video somewhere else, they might not take you on because they don't want to fill up the feed um, of people who really don't know what they're doing. So to come into the Facebook Live Challenge Group, which is this free group where everyone in there is doing that exact same thing, you can practice, right? And hone your chops and start to um, master your message by just being yourself. And that seems really weird in the beginning, but it's how we do everything, right? Like it's really uncomfortable. And I always say discomfort is the currency of growth. And we're in the space of growing and never just assuming that like what we're doing is all we need to be doing. Like we're always looking for the new trends and the way in which to reach more people authentically. So this is such a match for everything that you promote. And I mean... And that's why you're on here talking about it because I know how important it is, not just for me, but for anyone listening and... Yeah, for myself, you know, taking on more speaking opportunities and looking to grow that and all like this fits in so well with all of that. I just I need I need that like push over and I need this the seven days in a row to build that muscle and just and I will probably get hooked and find the way to get energy from it in those seven days. I I can see it. I can I can totally see it. I just have to show up and actually do it now. Exactly. I mean, my God, they would be so fortunate and blessed to have you in that group just sharing whatever you've got. And and it's funny because I have a lot of very successful influencers just like you that are in there. And in the beginning, they're like, oh my God. And in fact, they would even private message me and say, girl, I know how to run my podcast. I know how to run my masterminds and my coaching programs. I speak on big stages. Why can I not figure out what to say in these damn live videos? You know, and then I just like, I hear you. I was there with you. Despite even all the TV experience, I totally get it. The only thing that I can say to you is keep showing up. And as you continue to practice, it just gets better. But it's one of those things where like, I did two, I'm good now. <laughs> and it's like, no, no you you know, keep live going. video is first of all, the live videos on Facebook. I mean, talk about marketing reach. Facebook really favors live video. So your algorithms go up by, by up to five times right now. So no marketing dollars spent, no advertising costs. I mean, I literally now have built a multiple six figure business off of Facebook live. Now we're just beginning literally this week, experimenting with um, ads. Um, but live video has been incredible for me for the past 18 months. And so I know this works and all it requires is just a willingness to suck in the beginning until you get better. That's all it requires. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for the kick in the booty. Thank you for the tips. And how can we stay in touch with you? I know you talked about this group already, but where, where should people go to get in on the group and where else can we stay in touch with you? Oh God. Okay. First of all, you can come see Jacqueline in the Facebook live challenge group. We'll add a link in the show resources. No Again, it's completely free. It's also closed. So what happens in there stays in there. No one can share a video outside. No one in your feed is going to see that you've gone live in there. It's completely safe. So that gives a lot of people comfort. Like, okay, these are my people. We're all trying it together. Right. And in the beginning, it's a little tricky because you're like, wait, There's no one watching. There's no one commenting. There's no one liking. That's normal. The more that you show up and engage, the more that you will then create engagement. So just show up. It's called the Facebook Live Challenge Group. And um, it's on Facebook. So we can add the resource. But what's really cool is that if they come in and they start getting comfortable... Um, they can actually then maybe feel inspired to enroll in my course that I'm in, that I'm 
um, putting out at the end of the month called Live Video Mastery. And that, my friend, is what you were very instrumental in helping me um, put together. Can I share that story really quickly? Yeah, share it. Okay. So, um, uh, what, six months ago, you and I were on the phone. I had just taken Amy Porterfield's Digital Course Academy, and I knew that I wanted to launch my blueprint that I had been using for all these years, and I had used it on my own business, and it had been very successful. And I was talking about this big, fancy, like, you know, big push with affiliates and all these things. And you're like, you know what? maybe you should consider just doing a small case study and calling it like a lab. I think you're the one who gave me the idea for a lab where you can just flush it out with members of your mastermind or clients in your community that already know you, they love you and don't worry about it being perfect and just see, you know, how it goes, get their feedback, get testimonials. It was so brilliant. First of all, I launched it. I think I told you like the next day and I sold it out. Literally launched it the next day. And this is what I loved about it is we were talking about it. And I'm like, instead of spending all this money and time and developing this like highly produced and curated <laughs> thing and it being months away and like spending a million dollars, having some of all the, like, just do what you do and teach it live and help people now. And you could charge more money for it. Also. And literally, I think it was less than, I don't even know if it was the next day. No, it might've been that night. It might've been that night. You're on live and, and already selling it. And I'm like, that is why you're successful, first of all. <laughs> yeah, it, action is a big deal. Action, right? Yeah. And you took it and ran with it. And people felt your energy around it too. Yeah. And you what? ran it several times now. Oh, yeah, exactly. So that one little case study, I ran it four times. I sold it out every time. So 12 students each. So now 36 students. Is that right? 36? No, 48. I can do my math. 48 yeah. students have gone through the lab. I have tons of testimonials. Now people that have gone through the lab have actually used that framework and they've been able to close out masterminds, um, enroll people into their workshops, one-on-one coaching programs. So it works for a one-to-one, a one-to-many, all kinds of different business models. And they are loving it. And and it's incredible because it's very diverse, like startup to season, super accomplished to, oh, I'm just beginning um, and all different types of industries. It's not even just for like coaches and experts. It works for realtors and attorneys and business people. It's been incredible. And so anyway, thank you to you for helping me flush that out because I wanted to feel very confident that it didn't just work for me, you know, or even just one case study. I was like, okay, maybe that's a fluke because they all loved it and they all got value. Maybe that's a fluke. So then I did it three more times and I was like, okay, it's unanimous. It totally works. They love it. And they're able to recoup their investment like by like many, many times over. So then, um, yeah, then I, I did all those. And then now we're launching our first official framework, um, the exact same framework in a larger way. And so obviously if your listeners are interested, then they can also check that out and they can put that link up for live video mastery, which is a six week course. And, uh, and if you want to be a part of it, my friend, I'd love for you to be my guest. If you'd like to, I teach it live. There's hot seat opportunities for anyone who, um, gets on the hot seat and I can give them feedback every single week, which is totally not normal. Like that's almost unheard of. They get one-on-one coaching every single week. And not only will they learn to sell and share everything authentically, but they'll learn to master their presence. So they never have those doubts of who am I to be sharing this or I don't really have anything important to say, or the way that I talk is not linear or all these things that we make up in our head. Um, you'll get through all of that and be on the other side to freedom. Ugh. Love this so much. All right, go check it out. Join the group. I will see you guys in there. And Michelle, 
we could just talk all day. This is amazing. Thank you so much. I'm in, I'm thinking we might need to do a live together again. We've done a live together before. And Let's do it next week. And do and maybe do some Q&A or something cuz yes, I feel like there's so much more we could talk about here. So let's, let's Oh my god, for sure I'd love to. Yes. All right. Awesome. Thank you so so much. So honored. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fire and Soul podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.